Hey, 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 welcome to another episode of Geekly Reveal. It's that show that brings you geeky news on a weekly basis. It's not just any episode of Geekly Reveal, it's our number 100, our 100th episode of doing these Geekly Reveals. Wow, it's a celebration. Ah, it's awesome. It's me, it's, it's as it's always been, it's Dom, aka Brother Dom, all over the internet. And once again, I am joined by the centennially powered co host. Would you like to tell the people who you are? Hey everyone, it's Stephanie, aka Captain Steph on Twitter, the Snow Queer on Tumblr, where I never am anymore. But yeah, we're here for our hundredth episode, and we have a special guest today. Would you like to introduce yourself? Uh, no. Please introduce yourself. Absolutely me. not. <laughs> has been you may not know who reveal. I am. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm>, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Some things just fell over. Sorry, we're gonna have to do that again. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Mountain Dew just spilled all over my phone. Oh no! <laughs> the gamer fuel has spilled. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> Nothing moved. It's those damn moon people it and their rockets. <laughs> um, leave the recording on. Do whatever cleaning you need to do. Good. <laughs> now that's my intro. Hi, I'm Eric. <laughs> There's two uh, things you need to know about me. It's that I'm challenged with gravity, and there was apparently Mountain Dew on my desk. Oh. Brand new news. This is a surprise. Some, like, it's this fucking bunny. He left it on your desk <laughs> to cause you more more strife. He's already killed me with eggs. The Mountain I, eggs. I don't remember drinking that Mountain Dew, so, you know, <laughs> it may as well have come from I remember him. buying that Mountain no. Dew. I don't... I don't drink sugary drinks. You just wake up one day and you're a gamer with a bottle of Mountain Dew in your mouth and a bib covered in Dorito dust. <laughs> Been waiting for my uh, for my package of Doritos and Mountain Dew to arrive at my at my door now that I've logged so many hours of so many different games. Do you have ascended, uh, Steph? How how are you doing on this uh, this day? Let's just call it what it is on this day. It's a day. Um, it's a it's not bad. It's been nice. It's nice out. I. Made myself some masks, or almost made myself some masks. I have a few more things to do after I, after we log off here. I finished a book. I played some Animal Crossing. You know the things. What How a about day! You? you know I'm good. Just making it through. Had some some nice Easter times today. Caught up on Ducktales. I uh, uh, had Easter dinner with my partner. She made a great dish. We. She also made some cake this morning, some cinnamon cake, which is not going to make it to tomorrow. Um, we're both enjoying it and just kind of hanging out, playing games, watching some Overwatch League, some good upsets, some good games. Yep. So things are good. And Eric, our guest, how are you doing today? Uh, you know, Besides uh, your spill. <laughs> yeah, uh, other than spilling sugary drinks all over myself, uh, generally been pretty good. Spent another probably seven hours today playing the final fantasy 7 remake uh cool. it's been a jrpg week for me so yeah that's awesome and we will uh be getting into a little bit of that soon if not now steph steph what do we what do we want to talk about where do we want to start um you want to start with video games i guess all most of our stuff this week is video games but yeah actually yeah most of it is so um for those who might following us or keeping up we will be doing at the end of this episode in, re- in replacement of my hero academia we'll be doing ducktales recaps 
And seeing as the first three episodes are out, we'll go over those some and chitter-chatter about the things going on in Duckburg. But yeah, we could start with video games. So we can either start with the uh, the Western developer or the Eastern developer. We, which, which side do we want to start on? Um, Let's go. Do you want to start with Nintendo and then work our way over to the various JR pegs? Yeah, we'll start with Nintendo. We'll go to the Jerkers and then we'll come back to some Shooterland uh, discussion. So yeah, what's going on in Nintendo? Nintendo Land. Um... Bunny Day is almost over. We've just got a few hours left of Egg Hell uh, wreaking havoc on my beautiful island. Uh, if I never whack a rock and get an egg instead of a fucking gold nugget again, it will be too soon. I, my main complaint is the eggs are, you know, they're, they're named for where they came from, which creates some problems such as wood egg and sky egg and rock egg the, the these are not eggs that is i don't want a wood egg i want an egg egg <laughs> is it like you a can Fabergé eat the egg? wood egg though you can eat all of the you eggs can eat any of the eggs i presume they're supposed to be chocolate or something but and they give you powers they do the uh, same way eating fruit gives you powers if you get too fruit strong, you can dig up all your trees and destroy all your rocks, as I believe you learned the first time you played. I did. Uh, I I was like, oh, I can eat t- up to ten? I'm gonna eat ten! <laughs> you guys are saying stuff, and it, it, I'm trying to figure out, like, wh- where this, like, where the line between reality and video game ends and begins. Cause this all we all know I can nonsense. only eat ten pieces of fruit at a time. <laughs> That's... You're- it's in Animal log- Crossing. Go ahead. That's a logistical limit in real life, probably. I'll be eating more than ten pieces of ten servings of fruit a day. Yeah, You'll spend you know, a lot of time the in the restaurant. Ten eggs. <laughs> like Gaston. <laughs> Eat ten eggs every morning to help me get large. <laughs> he was a large man. No one was as large as him. I heard. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so if you eat your fruit or your eggs, you have greater powers of strength than you normally would so like if you if you typically whack like go up to a tree and like try to do a shovel at it it will do nothing but with fruit strength if you go up to a tree and do a shovel at it it will scoop the tree out of the ground which is useful if you want to like you know re like move shit around on your island or what have you not so useful when you go to whack rocks because like the rocks on your island if you hit them like eight times in a row or like once a day you get like ore and shit out of them because i didn't know this was first like so eric do you want to talk about how other animal crossing games did not have crafting yeah uh this is the first one that brought in the whole crafting system which is kind of a natural evolution for any game that's based around like you know decorating a house or in this case an island uh, that said, though, it's incredibly frustrating that the first entry to do with crafting also brings into the fact that all of your tools can now break, uh, <laughs> which plays into, you know, you need the ore and the rocks and the wood to make your tools, but if you are mistakenly destroying all your rocks, you cannot get the ore with which to make your tools. You will have no tool things. Like, this came into stern effect for me once on... So, like, one of the side quests of this is, like, to get more materials, you can go to these, like, mystery desert islands and just, like, 
I think I called it, like, we've, Eric and I have been calling it this, but, like, I think, I think I called it this on the podcast last week, doing a colonialism. Yeah, it's, it's kind of what it is. To a where you just go and completely raise it of all, like, resources in order to, like, gain more materials for building and stuff. And it also can make a very good atmosphere to buy or to catch spiders, which are the most uh, valuable sales thing. If but, I understand, it sounds like the whole point of Animal Crossing is just to get spiders. Yeah. Yeah, I think it it's really just a spider collecting game. <laughs> but I um I got to an island and like so you can you can still buy tools from like your pilot when you get to these islands, but only like the weakest kind of tools. And so like the axe that you get will like if you hit trees with it, it will make wood come out of the trees, but it won't cut down the trees. Um and so like you can like so there's like the flimsy version of a tool and then the like regular version of a tool and you can only get the flimsy versions if you run out of like if your tool breaks while you're on one of these islands doing a colonialism and like if you're trying to make yourself like a spider hunting paradise this is a problem because as long as you have trees bugs who are not spiders will spawn or like as long as right. you have stumps bugs who are not spiders will spawn so you gotta clear those those bad boys out yeah, and if your tool is broken to a point where it cannot cut down a tree, then you are cucky out of lucky. <laughs> and of course, none of this would matter in the first place if you weren't having to do a colonialism in order to pay off your oops all mortgages that you continue <laughs> to get every time you pay the raccoon his money. And he's like, oh, did you pay this off so fast because you want to be in debt more to me? And you could ah, say yes, no, but dream. <laughs> that's just wrong. It's wrong, I mean, what's the point of living pleasantly in your uh one story house with one room when you could live pleasantly in your two story house with multiple rooms that you still don't have furniture for cuz you haven't had the ability to craft any of it cuz you don't have the materials <laughs> it's still just the empty rooms look if you can't have a mega mansion in a, a life simulating game you can already not do that in real life you got to go for it yeah exactly <laughs> i uh i have like some things in my in my house that I like, but so far, mostly, like, I'm still, I, I put my lady to sleep at night, like, I put her in the bed. Oh, that's cute. I'm like, it's time to sleep. Go lay in the bed and turn the lights off. <laughs> Carry but, me um, home. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, she's still sleeping on, like, the camp cot that they give you for your tent, because the, like, for the starter beds they give you recipes for are ugly, and I don't want them. Yeah, most of my decorating, I think I only have one room that uh, I actually am proud of, and it's what I call my Yakuza office, uh, because it's just a big desk with chairs kind of, like, lined up outwards from it, as if important <laughs> meetings would be there. And then there's this item called the fishing flag that I, I you know, I, I can't purport to read it yet, but it's just got a picture of a fish and then some kanji on it. And that sits above the desk, and that's my Yakuza room. Uh, rivaled only <laughs> so by my... Rivaled, exactly. Rivaled only by my uh, bidet room. That is just an empty room with a bidet facing the window. <laughs> that's a power move. <laughs> I, I also have a bidet, which was gifted to me by one of my villagers when he moved onto the island. He was like, he I know what you're about. about. <laughs> that's a mega power move to be like, hey, you look like you need this more than me. <laughs> Well, if you want, I have two standing toilets now. I could give you one. <laughs> like, what's like, a standing toilet? Like a urinal or yes, a toilet? Yes, it's straight up a feet? urinal. I don't know why they call it standing toilet. 
Because you stand while you use it, okay, I guess. Right, sure. You can As stand on it. As opposed to like it. a squatting toilet or a sitting toilet. The other two kinds of toilets. <laughs> or spring toilet. I, I will say, so I got my favorite villager to move in. Her name is Anka and she's an Egyptian cat. The inside of her house is just a big pyramid, a workbench, and a golden toilet. <laughs> That's the dream. Yeah, uh, I expected some more, like, I don't know, she's got, like, the snooty attitude that the villagers have, have, so I expected, you know, some sort of, like, fancy design. Nope, toilet, pyramid, workbench. It's called minimalism, Eric. Yeah, you get with the program. You're right. <laughs> I'm just mad because all of the villagers, so like, I invited two villagers that I was excited to have move in, Nan the goat and um, Ozzy the koala, and then the two, like, other villagers, like, that have come so far are, like, the ugliest motherfuckers, <laughs> like, Pate the duck, and then, like, some other, like, Kappa-looking guy came to my campsite today, and I was like, oh no... You're here at my campsite, so I have to invite you to live on my island, and I hate it. You could be rude and just say no. I could. Well, once I was talking to him, it didn't give me a text option to say no. Oh. <laughs> I, I'm not sure how that all works. I just know how the uh, uh, Nintendos finally integrated their Animal Crossing Amiibo cards that came out years ago into this game. But it's the most arcane process where you have to scan the card each day for three days straight, give the animal a piece of furniture each time, and then on the third day, they will say, yes, they (laughs) rise from the dead. Exactly. Uh, But on the third day, they'll finally be like, you know, I could probably live here and you can invite them to live there. But if you don't have an empty plot available, you can't invite them and it won't work. So what do you do? Do you have to run the cards three more times or do they just not work after that? I don't know because i have tried not to fuck it up <laughs> yeah fair so oh that's fun God. yeah so that's that's where we are in animal crossing we're about to be free of egg hell which is really the most important update um this the cherry blossom festival ended which i'm really bummed about because the cherry blossom trees were pretty which so i went around and cut down all of the hardwood trees yesterday or this morning and replaced them with fruit trees because they're not pretty anymore and there are and they new, give me no resources. There are new fish in season. Uh, Ooh, yes. I did not know that. Yeah. That's the only other major update to Animal Crossing this week. Hey, they they plan on keep. Uh, they're going to keep updating it, right? Yeah. So unlike the cool. previous games, where like each holiday event was pre-scripted in the same every year, Nintendo plans to kind of keep them as like rolling updates as they come along. So you that's have, really cool. Yeah, you have to, but the only downside is you have to be connected to the internet in order to get them. So, uh, do you have to have uh, the subscription, or do you just have the internet? I think you just have to have the internet. I don't want to be wrong about that. This is my first okay. time being publicly wrong on the internet. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't worry. Like we're routinely publicly wrong. It's fine. <laughs> well, that's not. That's not so bad. That's not so bad. Anything else in the, the world of Animal Crossing? Um, I don't think so. It's still really cute. Still really cute, still really having fun. Awesome. For the sake of just saying some stuff, I downloaded a bunch of games yesterday (laughs) that I've (laughs) previously purchased, so I didn't spend any money yesterday, but uses that money that I spent. But I haven't played any of those games, so no updates on them. But I just wanted to say some stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Say some stuff. Tell us about... I don't know. Tell us about your life, Dom. Tell us about... My life? Oh, man. I don't know. 
Life's wild. I, I watched a video about Sonic stuff today, about the uh, modern reality that the character lives in and how weird it is and how much odd stuff has happened. It's like, wow, yeah. You know, this, this character has really gone through... I know. Shit. The, the fandom has as well. Like, there's a lot of weird shit the fans have made. And to the point that people aren't sure whether half the stuff that's made is is sincere or trolling um such as the comic tells gets trolled uh it's there's something awful for him was like yo this guy is is really bad at making comics this is trash and then after a while like wait i'm starting to care about this a little bit like wait is this guy just trolling us or, or what's going on here just lots of different stuff like that sonic dreams collection it's a video by super eye patch wolf who makes really good videos about anime video games wrestling and, and really makes them fascinating so i recommend y'all check that out I'll probably recommend that again soon on this feed uh, <laughs> in more detail. But yeah, that's what's going on in my life. But we have more video games to talk about. The games don't stop. And there's Yeah, a, it's a very gaming-heavy week. It, big week for games. You know, big week for... Actually, yes, though. Not just here, but in general. Yeah, uh, there's ones that we, have, we didn't even play. It's crazy. Impossible. There are other video games. Yeah, what did come out that we didn't play this week? I mean, like, major release, like Resident Evil, I'm guessing, I was going right? to say Resident Evil 3 is probably the uh, top contender there. That's, yeah, that's a tentpole. I think I've seen that on um, on Twitch as one of their highest viewed things. Um, but before I go on my spiel about the highest viewing thing on Twitch uh, this past couple days, the second highest viewed thing is the reason we brought in our JRPG correspondent. Is your official title? That's correct. <laughs> So, Eric, you've been playing the Final Fantasy VII Remake along with the Persona 5 Royal update, or, I guess, remake that came out, whatever we're going to call it. I would, I would call it an update. It could have, been, update. It could have been DLC. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, but you can't make $60 on DLC. I, you could. You could, you, could, you, you could try. <laughs> you could try. <laughs> De- you could God, try, and uh, Atlas sure did. <laughs> God knows uh, Dead or Alive has done that. Exactly, and Train Simulator, I think, has like multiple thousands of dollars worth of DLC. Anyways, um, so so real quick, I want to get I'm very proud of myself for the for the ass pull of knowing that Atlas is the <laughs> proud. Yeah, that is proud that, of you too. That is a weird ass pull. <laughs> I guess they're owned by Sega, correct? To some degree, yeah. That's. It's very strange. There's no reason why the gacha game I play, Sega Heroes, doesn't have Persona characters in it yet. It, other than they're trying to decide which Persona characters they want to use. They should also have uh, Hatsune Miku in there. but They should, but they just introduced... Is she Sega? She is uh, Sega. Yeah. there's like She wears a Sonic outfit at one point. That's what I know. That's my <laughs> life. But no, this game has lots of franchises in it, and... The last few were Choo Choo Rocket, another Sonic set because it's a headline, Virtual Fighter, and now Yakuza. So I know three Yakuza characters, and uh, they look silly in this art style. Are they Kiryu, Mishima, and who's the third? I have Ma- Majima. Majima, yeah, sorry, not Mishima. That's Kiryu. a Persona character. Yeah, and then Akiyama. Okay. Um, but there's one more to come, and I have no idea who it's going to be, but I'm hyped out of my mind for this franchise I've never played before. I highly recommend you play it, but that's not what I'm here to talk about. It's not. What are you here to talk about? Final Fantasy VII and maybe Persona, if we feel jazzed. How's, we get there. how's Final Fantasy VII remake? So, speaking as somebody who I absolutely love the Final Fantasy series, um, as I know at least the two of you know, and is now being announced to the rest of the internet, I love Final Fantasy. 
I I think we've mentioned it to our our audience that you're our DM and quite love Final Fantasy as it was one of our D&D campaigns. Yes, it was. Uh, still would love to go back to that at some point. But um so Final I'm Fantasy 7 is not exactly my favorite entry <laughs> into the series. When I when they announced the Final Fantasy 7 remake, I went on a tirade on Facebook back when I still had it about how Final Fantasy VII was the least deserving of a remake in the entire series. Um, that said, what they You still spent the big bucks. I still spent the, the, the big dollar bills to get the special edition because I have to put it on the shelf with all my other Final Fantasy things. And that's all of that said, you know, my distaste for the original game, uh, I could go on for a while about that. But in, you know, the... the Interest of brevity, I will say that I am enjoying the remake. They have done some very interesting things with the combat uh, that I am very happy with. They took everything that was kind of bad about Final Fantasy XV's combat and improved it and then put it into Final Fantasy VII. They've done a lot of interesting things with characterization of side characters. But that said... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this is only basically the plot of the first five hours of Final Fantasy VII. How 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 long is this version of it? Though? More than five hours? Definitely more than five hours. Um, <laughs> supposedly, it's around 60 hours if you play it at a casual pace. Okay. Um, so they've added, obviously, a lot of extra padding to the sides there. And there's, you know, side quests and uh, that kind of stuff. But mostly it's all of this new story info that is while I can't say irrelevant, I can (laughs) say pretty solidly that all of the characters that you are doing these things for probably won't matter later. (laughs) (laughs) Without too many spoilers there for for this 23 year old game, just in case any of your listeners would be upset by that. Um, That's fair. No, that's, you know, it's, I think s- s- talking about Final Fantasy VII as its own, it's ridiculous to put a spoiler warning up. But it, from what I could tell, and I don't know how true this is, are there differences? I mean, there's obviously, if it's taking the first five hours and stretching it out, there's differences in the story now, right? Yeah. and Okay, I'll, so I wouldn't want to spoil it because maybe things change, I guess? Yeah, and I don't know for sure. I'm only 20 or so hours in. And honestly, like it's entirely possible that there are larger implications that change the story down the road, but if they're trying to do a true remake, you know, all of the story stuff that they're inserting can't really impact the overall story of the game, if you get what I'm saying. That makes sense. Like, yeah, Sephiroth has to be the, the bad guy, and nothing can change that, or else it's a different story. Well, you know, Sephiroth has to be the bad guy, but now he just gets to show up in your hallucinations all the time, and then you fight <laughs> other sol- soldiers on, like, in a bike ballet... Um, I saw oh, that yeah, on like Twitch. I do. <laughs> I, so that, on motorcycles. Yeah, I honestly cannot explain. Like, okay, Final is Fantasy that has new. <laughs> yes, that character is new. Uh, okay. The character's name is Roche. Um, <laughs> I, I Final Fantasy has always been a bit over the top and that kind of stuff. But a lot of the previous games have at least been somewhat grounded and not, you know. Oh, well, we need to go to the top side of this plate or whatever, so let's take motorcycles. Oh, no, there's a motorcycle villain who's going to fight us. And, yeah, that whole scene was fairly ridiculous. Yeah, I think I may have seen something late. Like, uh, 
Have you gone into Shinra yet? Um, I'm not sure, like... I don't actually know if that's the name of the place. Well, I just know that's a Final the, Fantasy VII organi- thing. Organization, right? Yeah, Shinra <laughs> is, like, the, the organization that is kind of, like, in charge of Midgar. Um, gotcha. I've done the first two reactors, and I just got Aerith into my party. Uh, they did finally okay. solve the so Aerith versus Ares uh, feud <laughs> by just flat out naming her Aerith in this version of the game. Okay. So. Hey, you know what? Okay. That's it's. We have two characters with TH at the end. That that's that's fine. You know. It's, <laughs> yeah. We have someone named Cloud and Tifa and, and Barrett and Jesse. Jesse's not a party character, but I think the reason that's you, her name. yes, that is her name. <laughs> You, the reason you know about her is from all the posts online talking about how she is the thirstiest, thirstiest girl to exist in Final Fantasy. <laughs> so oh I've seen Lord. a little bit of gameplay on Twitch where you go on a mission with her buddies, and then like she talks to you later a little bit after that. I, I know that. I, that's why I know the bike guy, because he shows up like, hey, my motorcycle is, is, is as strong as Cloud's sword, yes. but I'm not, apparently. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, and then Jesse's like, hey, Cloud, let's hang out. And Cloud is at, at just as edgy as all my dreams had ever imagined. Like, they did. He's still like, oh, I'm not worried about all this. It's like, oh, he's so, he's so emo. I love it. <laughs> they did soften his character up a little bit. Like, I think the advantage is actually just because it's now voiced. Um, mm-hmm. You know, obviously in 1997, we didn't have the... voice acting, or, or at least not right. in most video games. So, and certainly not in JRPGs, having Cloud actually speak his lines makes him sound less like an emo sad boy, because um, <laughs> it humanizes it, so. Yeah. Uh-huh. But it, it, it does feel like he was, it feels like somebody who's trying to be edgy rather than somebody who just super is edgy, like, I have more important things to worry about, but I have a heart of gold. I smiled one time. <laughs> and and they've done a lot of, like... One time I smiled. <laughs> They've done a lot of really good work with that, uh, and also, like, kind of making his character more, like, like even within the first few hours of him being, um, you know, the heart, like, trying to be a hard ass the entire time, to suddenly, like, uh, you know, spouting witty one-liners and things like that. It's it's generally a lot better. If this was the Final Fantasy VII I played when I was in middle school, I would have much, I would have liked it a lot more. That makes sense. I have an interesting, like a like a theoretical question, I guess. Like jumping back to the spoiler thing, like, is it like fair to say that like, I mean, obviously, like this is a remake of a classic game that's been in the zeitgeist for a long time, but in the same way as like a lot of other reboots, this is like also possibly like someone's first introduction to the story at all. Like, so I feel like there's still like. People, there are people playing this game who have bought this game who were not alive when the first game came out and did not have, like, you couldn't get a copy of Final Fantasy VII, like, except on, like, an emulator or something. Um, recently, if you have, like, a PlayStation system, you can buy a copy you of it. You can download, yeah. like, the old one. It's also like, on Switch like, at this point. Um, oh, cool. So, like, basically, the my question is, like, in the same way that you could talk about, like, DuckTales versus DuckTales 2017 or something like that, or, like, any reboot of a classic thing, like, is there a difference in spoiler culture, like, given that, am I making sense, like, given that there are people for whom this will be the first time ever experiencing the story? Yeah, I've, I've seen a little bit of that where people are like, hey, guys, you know, I know these are all 
old things to us, but there, like you said, there's people who weren't really alive through Final Fantasy VII being released and through the internet. So try to keep spoilers to a minimum, just out of fairness. I think the only spoiler that a lot of us know through cultural osmosis is, well, I'll just the say for the sake of it, yeah, the big one. I don't know anything else about the story actually. Yeah, <laughs> like, neither do I. So it could still be spoiled for me. Um, I mean, I know Cloud cross dresses at one point. That was in the trailer, and we all know about that. But I don't really know to what end or what purpose that was, or if it even worked. I just know it happens, and that somebody dies later. And I've always been in the camp of, even if you do get spoiled on something, especially something like this where, like, you know, the original media is over 20 years old, even if you do get spoiled on something, it should be more about learning why that event happens. You know, unless somebody sits down and explains the entire plot of the piece of media to you, you're not really being spoiled, you're just being told a single plot point that doesn't really make any sense outside of the context. Yeah. That's fair. So, like, even if someone sat you down, like, having never watched Star Wars and saying, like, and said, like, Darth Vader's Luke's father, you'd be like, okay. Like, you'd be like, who's Darth yeah. Vader? Who's Luke? And it's more yeah, about like, the journey. Why is this important? Why is this surprising? I think that's only a spoiler if you, know, like, that's the thing. With a little bit of context, that's when it becomes a spoiler. Like, okay, you've seen the, you've seen A New Hope. Luke, uh, Darth Vader's Luke's father. You're like, oh, that, that sucks to hear that, like. Was that built up? Like, well, I mean, kind of not really, but it's different when you, it's different to hear the fact than to see the fact happen. And I could definitely see the argument for Final Fantasy VII Remake, because knowing how far this game is going to go, that major character death is not going to occur in this game. Uh, it's going to occur later. So telling that to people who are experiencing it for the first time, that may affect the way that they are viewing the entire story. So I, I kind of get not wanting to spoil that specifically at this point yeah so that's what i've seen at least on the internet is people saying hey like try to be sensitive about that fact like there are people that just may not have even known about it and as much as people say play the classics there's a difference between going back and you know reading some of the classic authors or listening to some of the classical music that we could talk about the validity of those ideas because i mean they're all old white dudes who wrote the classics because that's who decided what the classics were. But those are a lot different than, okay, so to really get an understanding of why, I don't know. <laughs> Let's say I wanted to introduce somebody to my favorite franchise, and I was like, hey, in order for you to understand why Sonic Mania is so good, I'm going to need you to play Super Mario Bros. 1 to understand <laughs> what's even started. A game that has graphics and control that's so archaic compared to um, current standards that people are going to be like, okay, I get it. Like, it's interesting for historical purpose but is it fun anymore and i imagine the graphics are like for final fantasy 7 those are hard to look at at this point like, ah, it's kind of it's kind of boring like it's weird to look at these graphics are rough like everybody has hopes for hands after this, i'm gonna say people were thirsting after this like five pixel man like one well, of the most handsome man here final fantasy 8 <laughs> that's a whole different story <laughs> um but, like, you look at Crash Bandicoot, and for the most part, the gameplay holds up. Like, there's some design flaws that were like, oh, that was a bad idea, despite what the graphics were. But looking at the old graphics versus the new, like, no, it's not the gameplay that age, it's just the graphics are like, this is weird. So, expecting someone who is, like, 20, like 20 years old now, or even, like, 15 now, to want to go play Final Fantasy VII as, in, as a download is, I think, asking a lot to expect someone to like not be spoiled so yeah i'm trying to keep it on a minimum for stuff like that yeah and i mean 
I kind of just fully hope that if this is somebody's first entry into the Final Fantasy series, that it more um, kind of brings them in. It's definitely a good introduction to the series as a whole, but from a modern perspective, because yeah. there's only really one other game that's going to play anything like this Final Fantasy VII remake. And, and that's Kingdom Hearts yeah. 3. Well, actually, you know what? I guess that is two. There's Kingdom Hearts 3 and Final <laughs> Fantasy 15. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but now I was I was watching. I'm like, this looks a lot not like Kingdom Hearts, but it has like some of the same. It looks like it's the same some live the same action characters battle. Characters are in here. <laughs> so uh, man, yeah, it's, it's so too. cool that they give Claw from Kingdom Hearts his own spin-off game. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really, that also does have a lot to do with the same, uh, or at least they like the two games share some of the same directors. At least the art director for sure uh, is the same on both of those games. So, yeah, I've seen some belts and stuff. So. Oh yeah, lots of belts. I just really, belt. you know, as I was saying, I just would hope that it would bring people into the series and maybe they would go back and try Final Fantasy VII, the original, and find that they like that, and then realize that there are better games in the series and play those instead. Yeah, I mean, that that's the hope with any, like, new entry is that, okay, you see how great this was, like, that's why we love this whole franchise, and there's some ups and downs, there's things about this that you're not going to find in other games, and there's going to be things in other games that are better than this, but... If you start with this, we hope you like these other things, and I think it's a really good thing to get more people into franchises. It expands the community. Like, I'm not really about making more money for the companies. That's just a consequence that happens. I'm not here to stand a, a business, but the the fandom and the community is something that I will advocate for people trying to get as much as possible into that. Yeah. So. And, it's dope. you know, I full apologize for anybody who's going to now be incredibly angry that you had somebody on your show who just said that Final <laughs> Fantasy 7 is the worst Final Fantasy. Uh, I mean, you know, sometimes you say incendiary things. We've got our hot takes. <laughs> I mean, like, my current hot take is that the music in The Prince of Egypt is better than the music in most Disney movies. I don't even know, like, you know what, I'm going to give you some credit. I don't know if that's a hot take or just an opinion. <laughs> <laughs> in the sense of, like, I... I, I that the music is very good i feel like, that's, like it's, it's very possible that's true like i'm not saying that like there isn't good music in disney movies but and like obviously disney movies aren't all dealing with like the the like heavy subject matter typically of the prince of egypt but like every song in that movie gives me chills or makes me like makes me cry like i mean it's power it's just like Stephen Schwartz and Hans Zimmer didn't have to do what they did, but but they did. I mean, that's because other us. that's because the Disney movies don't have any Letma in them. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'd say if I were to guess based on the those two criteria of give you chills or, or make you cry a little bit, I would have to say what what's 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 comparable Moana. Yeah, I feel like Moana's got it. Like because Moana went pretty hard on the soundtrack. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta say. Um, I was just gonna say, speaking of good music. Persona 5 Royal has some absolutely new, like, bangers of tracks in its soundtrack. Uh, Ooh, what a segue. You love to see it. Yeah, uh, you're welcome. <laughs> I, love to see it. I don't want to talk in detail about the game, just because, you know, everything they've added would be absolutely, like, a spoiler. And That's fair. Um, but I will just say that the new tracks they've added to the soundtrack are absolutely amazing. My one complaint is they put in new battle music and the original track was called Last Surprise and it had the famous line you'll never see him coming. Yeah. We never see him coming. Exactly. That one. That one. Now, 
the new battle music plays when you ambush an enemy. So when you get the drop on them, aka they never saw it coming. And that original song plays when you get ambushed. <laughs> and that makes no sense to me. That's my one yeah. one Persona 5 Royal uh, statement to make. And you know what's you know what's the rough part about that? I'm sure that was a meeting, and they're like, well, we could change the music when you get the ambush, but that would make it the not default music, and we need the default music to be what it is. <sighs> what do we do? I, like I'm sh- I, they, that had to have been a whole meeting. Where, like ah, I guess we'll do it this way. And yet they still got it backwards. <laughs> <laughs> it's like this is like my this is a deep cut Stephanie long-standing issue, but like it's like. When you do something like that and you had you had the opportunity, it's not even that you like cut it for time, like you had the opportunity to do the thing and you didn't. It's like in the the Prisoner of Azkaban movie where they have the time to say that Lupin they do. was one of the marauders. <laughs> and was, that a, was that a time joke? Haha, <laughs> <laughs> no. Um they have the <laughs> I mean it's the It, it is the try and travel one. But like the they literally have the moment where harry looks at lupin and they're holding the marauders map and harry could be like oh professor like why do you know that that's a map he doesn't ask <laughs> why why does he not ask because like that would because give it away, like... <laughs> because alfonso Cuaron wanted to make me angry <laughs> i mean he did so many good things he had to do something yeah i guess but anyway that's 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 my like side complete tangent the movie that came out when I was fifteen, if not younger, definitely, definitely younger. younger, like twelve. I have a I have a small side complaint we'll throw in there that I just saw today. Um, it's from uh, it's from Ducktales, which we'll get into in a little bit. But they do an episode that's based like a sitcom, and um, they're all wearing their original outfits. And I guess maybe Della is. I didn't look, but they're all wearing their outfits from original ish uh, incarnations. I thought or it was least... from their outfits from the Quack Pack. Uh, one of them was, I want to say Dewey's was, but then he changes into something else. But everyone else's, like, was not. I, I It was, like, a little bit different. But Donald's was his original one, Scrooge was his original one. And I was like, man, they should have redid the title sequence with, like, the original song. I mean, that would have been a big ask to do a whole animation thing and change. But I'm like, ah, the, it was right there. You could have did it. Shucks. <laughs> they do sense. change the, the opening occasionally for, like... For like they other the- jokes, like random jokes that are like far less of a moment. Like they did one for Blom Golden for lunch pad, lunch pad, and they could have did yeah. one for everybody, but they didn't. And I get it, and it's fine, but shucks, it was right there. I mean, before we leave video game land, do Yens have any cool things you want to talk about? Um, that's all the video game news I've got. Yeah, I've, okay. I've been playing those two games. Uh, you and I have talked about One Step from Eden a bit. And uh, yeah. I continue Great to games. I continue to play Final Fantasy fourteen. Everybody should play it. It's really good. Let's awesome. also let it be said that Eric earlier said that he had um, only played about twenty hours of Final Fantasy seven thus far. It came out two days ago. <laughs> sure did. <laughs> that's true. Um, yeah, you got it like after work on Friday, so that's that's good work. Thanks. I did it for you. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. You know when journalists gotta crunch that, like, play it real fast so that they can provide the review on their important platform. <laughs> the only new game I've played this week or, or, or looked into was Valorant, um, the new first-person tactical shooter from Riot Games, 
who, by the way, we were all supposed to be boycotting Riot and Blizzard for being garbage, and I guess we still have not given them any direct money, but sweet boycott, you guys. Um, I was going to say, I haven't given either of them money. I don't know what you're talking about. I canceled about. my subscription and then haven't touched either of those things. <laughs> I, I continue to say, you know what, I paid for Overwatch, I should get to play it. Um, I guess that's kind of side-skirting it, but I refuse to give them any more money. I don't really have any money right now, but I did when I said that, so I'll still count it. Uh, <laughs> so it was still a, a stand on morals and not yeah. on like fiscal reality. Yeah. That said, th- this new game, Valorant, came out for their closed beta. And lucky for me, I jumped on that horse right when we got the opportunity to because... Uh, so this game from Riot was given to a bunch of streamers. I think about like 500 or 5,000. I can't remember the exact number, but it was a large magnitude of streamers. Got to play in what they call like a little boot camp the weekend before we all saw it. They all signed NDAs and played like as many hours as I guess you could in three days. So potentially 72 hours, but you know, sleep. But probably not. And you know, be truly they weren't dedicated. Like, yeah. These are not real gamers. <laughs> and from what I understand, like they weren't at rides facilities or anything like that. So their only constraint was the power of their own system and their own willpower. And some of them really stretched that willpower to its limits, which good for them, but they lost would have lost on streaming money because it was NDA. Um, a few days later, we all get to see their their VODs, their video on demands on their streams. So it's weird to watch Twitch when the whole category of gamers is just showing you stuff that they've done previously as opposed to live, which is, you know, the draw of Twitch. But hey, <laughs> modern problems. I'm sure they would have had them all in if we weren't going through a pandemic. Um, maybe, I don't know. Anyway, so if you watch that stream, you're able to get a drop, like a Twitch drop. I don't know why they won't call them keys. I guess it's there's some conspiracy of why they would want to do that. I have my own ideas. <laughs> I guess I'll get to that in a second. But if you were able to get a, a drop that day, which I did. And I was like, well, that's cool that I got this. I mean, none of us can play till Tuesday. It's Friday. So I, it, I'm just glad to have it because a bunch of people tried to get their drops. And the viewership for Valorant was like 1.1 million on Twitch. Um, and the next highest thing was like 500,000. RIP like Fortnite. Counter-Strike. Yeah, Fortnite was still doing well. It was still like in the nice like hundreds or something. Um, as of like yesterday, like Friday, it was Valorant at like 900,000. And then Final Fantasy at like 700,000. I'm like, geez. Okay. And then Animal Crossing is still getting tons of views. So like RIP to Overwatch and stuff like that. Um, Who's streaming Animal Crossing? like 60,000 people are, are watching it. Vinny so, Vine you know. Sauce, that's the only one I know of. God, like, here, let me show you, like, watch me run around in circles on this island and try to figure out why, like, bugs aren't spawning, and it's because a stupid water bug is spawned, like, against the, like, a ledge I can't see. Yeah, I think it really just comes down to, like, how a lot of games are, is that uh, you're watching the streamer, not necessarily the game as much, because I'm like, mm-hmm. I can't think of why you'd want to watch, well, if you don't have Animal Crossing, I'm sure you'd want to watch somebody else play just to live vicariously. I, I'm not sure how entertaining of a, of, of a game it is to watch. It's just, you're general. grinding. Yeah. It's just grinding. So yeah, it's just a good way to talk to people. Um, I mean, I've watched people play card games. Well, that's actually interesting because there's some strategy there. But I've watched people do nothing. There's a whole just chatting channel, so I get it. Uh, that said... Uh, it was doing. It's doing pretty well. So those are three big games right now. But Valorant, you know, people are having a hard time getting access because there's over a million people trying to get like five hundred thousand keys or drops or whatever. So all that to say, there's a lot of things going on because Riot's an interesting company, and the game is interesting. Right. Yeah, they had that whole lawsuit about treating their women like garbage, uh, and they're doing better on that. So 
credit where it's due. It'd be better if they didn't have to get that credit, but uh, you know, if you overhaul your company, better if it wasn't an issue. But I, you know, I can at least say, hey, good job hitting below bare minimum. Um, <laughs> anyway, so this game Valorant is a tactical shooter, which just means it's not as arcadey as Overwatch or Fortnite or Apex. Like you don't move as fast. Um, if you're moving, your shoot like your gun spread is wider. So it makes sense to, like, you know, run and then stop running to shoot, crouch to shoot because you get more stable aim, stuff like that. You know, try to make it more close to what a reality would be rather than laser guns and stuff, which sounds creepy at first until you, like, at least for me, I'm like, oh, man, like, when you shoot somebody, like, they just die. Like, this. <laughs> I was like, going to say, like, oh, yes, that's what I want. I want the real feeling of having shot a human when I. You want well, people it- to die when they are killed. Well, see that. Well, what I'm getting at with that is, is that it doesn't like, like in Overwatch, you shoot somebody in the head, you're like, oh man, I headshot that guy. Like, like fuck that, like gorilla or or, or robot or whatever. Yeah. Like, but like, it feels visceral. Like, oh man, that person just got popped. Like, and they don't come back to like the next round. It's not like they just get back up. Which I don't know made it feel more distant. Like it made me think more about it. Like not like in a philosophical way. It just felt more like, oh man, a person just got shot rather than a genetically enhanced like gorilla. Just a, an interesting thing to think about. I, I don't ever really consider the violence in video games because I know it's fantasy, but, you know, just a point. Um, it's not going to cause anybody to be weird because it feels it's too sudden. Anyway, um, but all that said, you know, you, you don't have, like, a, you have some fantasy powers, but they're not as intense as they are in Overwatch. You don't have, like, lasers flying around, people doing all kinds of crazy stuff. There's, like, a few things, like, some guy can throw a fireball around a corner that's a flashbang that lasts a couple seconds. Um, there's nothing that's really like press this button to win. Like there might be another games that have ultimates and stuff like that. But to me personally, and this is totally a taste thing. I'm not going to act like, like the game was very well built. I like the art style. It's a little bit simplistic, kind of like Fortnite junior in a way, um, because they wanted to be able to run on really low power computers. They they're going down the esport approach. So they want everyone to be able to play it on whatever computer whatever they have, got. which is, is smart. And they still make it stylized, so it's it's fun. There's a character who could throw up, like, an ice wall. And another guy has, like, a fire wall. And they're, like, more stylistic than realistic. But it looks good. Everything feels crisp. The gunplay feels correct. Like, oh, hey, I shot at that person. I either missed or I hit them. And they don't take a lot of hits. Oh, man, I got shot by somebody. They beat me to it. But for me, I'm like, that. ah, man. Yeah, I don't think I would have liked Counter-Strike. It's basically Counter-Strike with an Overwatch coat of paint on it. And... Yeah, is you know you can people can hear your footsteps when you're running, so you have to like hold a button down to walk, or you can switch it so that you hold a button to run. But I'm like, so I have to press a button to make me go slower, and the running's already not that fast, and you run faster like with lighter weapons, so you want to switch to your knife to run faster. And to me, it just felt like pretty boring. Like when you die, you're out for the round until the next one spawns. Like so, either everyone on your team loses, or their team loses, or the bomb goes off. Um, it's about planting a spike. To steal mana or magic, I guess, is their plot. It's like, no, 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 it's not a bomb. They're not terrorists. They're just stealing <laughs> mana. Like, you know. I, they're trying to make it more friendly so they can, like, get more sponsors. I, I, I respect it from a business standpoint, but we're like, yo, Counter-Strike is terrorist versus counter-terrorist. Like, it's kind of hard to shake that. That's the industry knowledge, but props for trying. So if you're the the, the, the offense squad, you, you want your bomb to go off or to kill the other team. If you're the defense squad, you want to prevent the spike from being planted in the minute and a half or two minutes, or defuse it, and that's your win condition. And it goes first to 13 rounds, so these can last, they last minimum of 13 rounds and a max of 25. That's if I'm not, ridiculously yeah. long. That's a lot. 
Yeah, and it, it goes... It could, many rounds. Yeah, it's about 40 minutes or so. It, I guess, give or take, maybe half an hour for faster rounds. So it's... Most of the rounds don't last a whole minute and a half. And it doesn't... It doesn't feel like you spent a long time when you played. But if you're... Actually, there's rounds I've won, and it just feels slow, and I'm, like, waiting for something to happen and trying to peek corners and get intel and stuff like that. I'm like, this is just really slow. Like, I tried watching some people that are better than me at it, which is most people. Hmm. I'm like, man, this is, you know, like, I get when I get frustrated with, like, Overwatch or Apex and I watch someone who's good at it, I'm like, yeah, I could do that if I got better. Like, that looks fun. Like, looks like you're having a good time. When I watch people better than me at Valorant, I'm like, man, this is... This is still really slow. It's unattainable. It's not like it was boring because it was me. This is, to me, this is just very boring. And I, I was like, I don't feel like I have a chance to get better because people are like, well, if you're bad, just get good. I'm like, how? Like, you die and you have to wait like a minute and a half to, to, for the next round to start and then another like 40 seconds before you see somebody. And if they kill you, you have to wait another two minutes to try again. And it's like, uh, it's it's well made and I'm, I appreciate that people are enjoying it, but... I got a chance to play. It's not for me, and shucks. Was your code it... free? Oh yeah, it was all free. Like every, it's going to be a free to play game. It's going to be one of those oh, pay, nice. pay to swag type games. You're going to sell skins and stuff like that. Um, so which is not a huge loss. No, I I didn't lose anything, but like the time I spent playing it, and I enjoyed myself for the most part. That's the thing. I'm. It wasn't like an unenjoyable time. It was just like, you know, I don't think I want to keep doing this. This isn't super super fun, but it was it was fun to play. You know, I'll. I'll and, I'll, and I'm like, you know, maybe I'll, I'll give that another shot. Like, it's a game that I'm glad to have. It would be fun with, like, five people that I'm friends with, like, in voice chat. So we're at least bullshitting, like, while the rounds are happening. Mm-hmm. That'd be a fun way for me to play because I'm not that serious about it. But as far as playing with one friend or two and mostly randos, it's not that fun for me. The, uh, That's fair. The funny thing about everything you just said is that if you took out <laughs> any of the first-person shooter aspects of what you were saying, I think you were just describing League of Legends. League of Legends is kind of the, the same way I look at that and I really like the idea of MOBAs, multiplayer online battle arenas uh, top down games, they're basically real time ah, there's so much lingo to, ex- to explain what a MOBA <laughs> is, takes so much time it's not even talking about the it's game it's not worth it, it's really not worth it <laughs> I, I like the style of them, I like the one that Blizzard made that was much simpler, Heroes of the Storm it was a crossover of all their other games which they pretty much abandoned competitive support for hey thanks Blizzard but I like the concept. It's fun to play with other people that have a similar level of understanding as you do. But, I mean, the games take a long time. And between, like, the gap between when you die and then get to do something else, like, not move your character, but get to do something that, like, has a positive or negative impact is like, oh, cool, I died. It's like a 45-second like a respawn, and it's going to take me 20 seconds to get back to the battle. And then that's assuming the battle is not further away, so it might be two minutes before I do something that has an impact on this on the game. And the impact could be helping the other team, but I'm not going to get the chance because my character's so slow. <laughs> uh, but it was it was very refreshing to. It actually made me appreciate Overwatch a lot more. Not that Overwatch is a better made game. I would potentially say it's a worse made game, but <laughs> it's a lot. It's which is still a well made game. Um, no disrespect to the program, like no disrespect to the designers. There's just some weird twists they've made, but it's made me appreciate Overwatch a little bit more. We have a new character coming out on tu- on Tuesday, which I don't appreciate at all. Like that's a bad decision. Like it's going to be another damaged character. Like that was a weird choice. Is that the Blizzard? the white robot? Yeah, I thought that was going to be like a healer. healer. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, everyone did. That's what we all wanted to happen. We were like, yeah, we're going to get a healer. Like, maybe have some balance. <laughs> like, what if we had 20 DPS characters and no more <laughs> coming out till the sequel? And I'm like, if you were going to give us a DPS player, why don't you give us the black lady that we've been asking for, who you've introduced in the lore, who is part of the team? Why can't we have no, the black, black lady? No, black lady in Overwatch. <laughs> it's illegal. Or Valorant, apparently. They do have a, a Brazilian woman who... It gets a little bit tricky when you're talking about Afro-Latina people. Um, Mm -hmm. So I won't say that she is or isn't black, but she has the same voice actress as Sombra. So I think it would be fair to say that she's just Valorant's Sombra, but is a demolitions expert instead. (sighs) Um, Cool character. All the characters are cool. The design's cool. The British black dude I love. Like the healer lady who is ambiguous, but light-skinned person. Very great, but... Valorant could have had a black lady and they just didn't and you know it doesn't hurt it as a physical game like as mechanical but it would have been nice to have a, a black lady in, in Valorant I I hate to say it wouldn't have kept me there because the game's just not for me but I would have appreciated it nonetheless <laughs> um, at least you can play as black characters in Animal Crossing and Pokemon and Splatoon I, I wish those weren't the only options to have a black character in Smash but hey it is what it is Oh, I'm sorry. There's also Dark Pit and Ganondorf, the evil characters. My bad. You can make them brown. Against <laughs> uh, <laughs> a Smash problem, or even explicitly a Nintendo problem. It's an everybody problem. But just pointing it out. But yeah. How dare the... you point out the systemic inequalities in our system? It's it's so specifically just black women. Like it's it's. There's everybody, like, everybody else is there. Like, it's, 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 it's mind-bottling. My mind is in a bottle. <laughs> <laughs> that reference is for, like, ah, I'm old, I'm washed. That's a millennial-ass reference. What's that from? Step Brothers? It's a Will Ferrell right. quote. I don't remember. Yeah. But, uh, anyway, you want to just move on to Cartoon Land where things are a little nice and there's kind of black characters there? Kind of? Who? I don't know. There's br- so they made a weird decision. They've got like Latinx ducks. They have African ducks. They have Mozambique in Africa, which I don't. There's the only reason it's in Mozambique <laughs> is because you can make a bird pun. <laughs> I, don't, I get it now. That, <laughs> there's a guy that sells Scrooge some stuff so that he'd be the richest bird instead of himself. Oh yeah. And I'm like, funny decision making that a brown bird, but I, <laughs> it's fine, I guess. I'm sure it's on purpose, because they have gay ducks and stuff like that, which is pretty dope. They um, do have gay ducks. Well, gay I don't know if they're, they're, not du- they're not ducks, but they're a bird. There's only two yeah. species. Gay birds confirmed. There's only two animals in this planet. There's birds, and there's and there's dogs. dogs. <laughs> <laughs> and a couple, there's like two pigs, but it's mostly dogs, which furthers the idea that maybe Goofy is a dog, but he's probably a cow, because his wife but was a cow. Go like, they're also, well, they're also, like, like, there are birds that are not sentients. That's true. Why? And there's also bears that are not sentient Those either. are just birds, and then the birds that are <laughs> sentient are silly birds. I thought that was the, the whole, like, dog versus Goofy dog. I think, the, I think the solution to that is Goofy's not a dog. Oh. Well, there went the entire, like amount of knowledge that I have about any of these cartoons, so please. No, but I think Goofy's a dog, but apparently he's a cow, probably, because... Really? Cause, no, he's a dog! But he looks just like Clarabelle, and Clarabelle was a cow, because she had the bell around her neck. Is that what makes a cow? What? No, that's just... That, <laughs> I mean, yeah, in, in Disney. That was the signifier, I thought. 
but Goofy's it's still... a Goofy's, like cows don't have like beagle ears like that though. <laughs> That's true. Well, the the beagle boys do, and they're dogs, so I guess they're he's a dog. But he doesn't have a tail. You don't know that. I don't want to know that. <laughs> does does Roxanne have a tail? <laughs> Uncle unknown. Unclear. I feel like if she does, <laughs> unclear. Feel like uh, feel like if she does, it's probably like a little bunny tail, like a little small like. She might have like a little puffball tail, but I feel like it would have came up more often if she had a tail. Like people would have been weird about it. Oh yeah, I was like, in the movie, why would it no, come not up in the, in the no, movie? Not in the movie, like in in our world. <laughs> oh, I hate this world. Um, it's but right. yeah, shame. Tells, uh, you're right. I, I don't have a lot of room to talk anyway. But uh, as as a Sonic fan. And a brand new animal <laughs> fan, but the new season of Ducktales is out, and there are three episodes, and plot is a common. Yeah, so like I was telling someone this. I think actually it was my roommate last night while I was under the influence, just like rambling. <laughs> but um, like there's no like the only two things that I have like genuinely be- been like thinking about when I'm not watching like desperately or like listening or whatever like cannot wait for the next installment of a thing in like the last like year are DuckTales and the Magnus Archives which could not be at a further <laughs> I know one of these end things of the spectrum I also know one of these things and, <laughs> and then there's me who knows both and that's why they call me a bisexual <laughs> so we're at no I no like yes money. <laughs> I, <laughs> I like money that's why they call me a bisexual ha 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 um, oh, I hate myself. <laughs> yeah, these first, like, so, like, even not knowing anything about the first two seasons of DuckTales, Eric, like, these first two seasons, or these first three episodes of the new season have, like, gone really hard with, like, classic lore? Or, like, classic DuckTales so, and Disney cartoon stuff? What if I told you I know nothing of that as well? So like, it'll then it'll be even more confusing because there's just random stuff in here that if you didn't know that it was being a cute little reference, you'd be like, "What the fuck?" All right, this? looking forward to it. Um, yeah. <laughs> so like, barely an inconvenience. <laughs> so in the third episode, or you could try to be weird and say the second episode because it was the first one to come out in a separate week. So, eh, we'll just go. It, the, the rescue rangers are in it. Yeah, but like not as like real characters really no so this character has like a a smart ray that she wants to turn and like she wants to make scrooge unintelligent but she has to make sure that it works as like a smart ray first so she makes these these little little chipmunks into in this rat into sentient beings i'm like oh that one looks like gidget and then like it comes back and like has clothes and it's like oh it was gidget and like all the rescue rangers and then they like escape and help the plot move along but if you don't know mm-hmm. that then they're they disappear being cute, at the end, yeah. yeah. So if you don't know that, like, oh, cool, it's the rescue ranger. Like, that's really strange, but I guess it's not out of place that this Deus Ex Machina would happen because that's ultimately what it is. It's just a Deus Ex Machina twice, but for no reason other than, yay, reference to our own yay. stuff. Yeah, and then Goofy's in the second episode as like a guest star, I guess. But it's like also the plot of the episode is like. There are two, actually, two supernatural episodes that it reminded me of. Um, so there's Wait, one, like the show Supernatural or the, show? The show not... Supernatural. Oh boy. <laughs> so there's one episode from the third season that is like when I was a Supernatural fan was the episode that I showed people to be like, 
look how good this show is. Like, you should. It was like the blink of Supernatural. It's like, you should watch this. Like, What's blink, Doctor Who? Blink, yeah. yeah, Doctor Who. Okay. Hey, I, hey, I got that reference. Go you me. You did it. Look at you. Um, But in that episode, they're trapped in, like, in the TV by a by a trickster god who's like so like they're in a sitcom and then when it cuts to commercial it's sam and dean like shilling like herpes medication and like Ah, so like it you know just like everything they do is like goes back to being like oh shit we're stuck in this tv show and it gets like weirder and weirder as it goes on and so like it was kind of like that they were like oh we're stuck in a tv show like this is rough but there's also an episode in the first season that is like they're trapped in like they're in a world that is like perfect like Sam's girlfriend isn't dead she dies in the first episode that's not a spoiler um that she's the reason that she goes off to hunt or he goes off to hunt things but like his girlfriend isn't dead their parents aren't dead or dead or missing or whatever like they're ha- like this one big happy family and like it just won't sit it doesn't sit right with Dean and like <laughs> And they're like why and like it turns out that they've been trapped by a genie in this like alternate universe that is like perfect and without conflict and only like dean's self-loathing and like inability to accept a world that where he is like has like a cute girlfriend and a happy life is why they figure out oh that, wow that's so angsty which is super angsty but there's that was basically the plot of the second episode of the yeah that had goofy in it because they were with... like, haha, like, oh, yuck, like, I'm here to, like, talk about, like, when Maxie was, like, was, and I were fighting, like, he had, like, a prom picture of Max and Roxanne in his wallet, like, so very, very reference heavy, but, yeah, so, I don't know, I had a, I had, like, I was just like, man, I love this show, like, I'm sitting, oh, god, there's a, sorry, that was, that was a... <laughs> I didn't expect to see a tarantula on my own island. Not me. <laughs> yeah, so it seems like... So, I guess, spoilers for the end of season two, which has been out, you should totally go watch it. And I guess it's sort of a spoiler, but, you know, FOWL is this organization. FOWL, you know, like birds, F-O-L-W. Ha ha ha, because they're FOWL. Uh-huh. It's like um, that it's like Spectre from like a like a James Bond kind of thing, like where it stands for something. Yeah, they're just, they're just basically uh, bird Spectre. And uh, so they're like, yo, so the, the McDuck clan pretty much almost got the world destroyed once, so we got to pretty much wipe them out because they're like, we want to take over the world and not have it destroyed. So we got to stop Scrooge and his family from, you know, destroying the world. Fair point. Fair point. Um, yeah, it's one of those things like, um, are you the bad guys? Like, I'm not sure. Like, like you're doing it for the wrong reasons, but ultimately you're doing it good at, at first. So... Uh, they are unveiled in the shadows at the end of season two, and uh, the first episode's about Huey learning to like be a better woodchuck and not like be a, like failure's okay. To, to woodchucks are like Boy Scouts. Yeah, the little uh, was uh, Boy Scouts. Gender neutral Scouts. Yeah, and also they accept robots um, because Mark Beeks' robot son is now <laughs> a junior woodchuck, and like, wait a minute, he's just going to be a character. And Doofus seems a little bit less of a garbage person now that his parents aren't his slaves anymore that's a thing that's in this show what um, what <laughs> yeah there was a duck who was rich because his grandma left him the money so he made his parents his his servants slaves and they were afraid of him because he's terrifying yeah. actually but 
Yeah, he's the scariest character in the whole show. Not like any of the people with like magic powers or like villains who go after Scrooge McDuck. No, it's this creepy kid. Yeah, he's not actually like doesn't do funny stuff like Magica will gloat in Glumgold. It like is incompetent to a joke, but like Doofus Drake is just like a sociopath who has kind yeah, of been. There's no humor to it. It's just like very like cold. Like like there's n- he's the straight man, and there's no like funny thing to. Be like, aha, uh-huh, but it's just a joke, right? It's just like, no, <laughs> no. These are my parents who are my slaves. Um, but that's been that's been remedied because of Mark Beeks's failure, um, which is you know good. Um, yeah, Mark Zuckerbeek. <laughs> but there's a tech, there's like a tech mogul in this who's still cooler than Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, because he admits Not he's like, nah. which is yeah, it's like his character is there to mock Mark Zuckerberg, and yet he's a better and more interesting person than Mark Zuckerberg will ever be. Yeah, because he admits what his goals are. He's like, I just want to be, like, the most famous, like, have the most clout. Everything I do is for clout. If I'm trying to stop Gizmo Duck from being the strongest, it's for clout. I want to stop Scrooge because I want to have more clout than him. Like, I'm not really here for any shady reasons. Data mining, how's that going to give me more clout? (laughs) (laughs) Everything I do is for clout as well. (laughs) Oh, wait, sorry. (laughs) Go on. (laughs) Um, but yeah, in the first episode is just like a junior woodchuck training. Uh, we find out Violet has two dads, which is pretty cool. Um, mm-hmm. She's very nerdy and very adorable. And Lena just exists. I don't know where she lives. I don't know if she lives with Violet. She doesn't live with Webby. She just exists when the plot wants her to be there. Yeah. Uh, which is cool, you know. She's a very fun character. She's like the only duck that wears shoes in the whole show. <laughs> I just want to point that out. <laughs> she wears, like, chucks. Nobody else wears shoes. Scrooge does occasionally. <laughs> but, like, he, there's, like, a running joke for him that, like, he doesn't wear shoes, he wears spats. Like, he'll rip the bottoms out of shoes to make them into spats. Yeah. And I think Goldie because... has boots, but it's pretty much Scrooge likes to have his spats, even if they're fancy spats. I guess fancier than regular spats, but... I mean, spats are pretty fancy. They are. The only, th- the only thing fancier than nice shoes is taking the bottoms off. Um, but you know it's nice shoes without bottoms on them you you think red bottoms are nice what about these orange bottoms (laughs) god i i I, joke about people being bottoms there's something there yeah there's something there too um but anyway so the importance of this episode donald's being harassed by a mosquito which is just like a funny joke because donald has the worst luck but it turns out that's a foul uh Spy drone? Like, spy fly kind of thing? Yeah, and it turns out that uh, Scrooge McDuck uh, actually looked up to the original uh, woodchuck leader, this this woman. She had great Oh, yeah, which I thought was cool, because I was like, hey, it's a lady that he liked, that he looked up to. Oh, yeah. Great adventurer. Yeah, Scrooge seems to, he'll, he'll look up to anybody regardless of gender. Like He's like, look, if you can make me money or I can learn from you, I am not too proud. I will shine a shoe. Oh, man, my, my nephew, my great nephew? Has all my money? Fuck it! I'll just start shining shoes again. I if I became the richest duck in the world a once, become again from the ground up. It's fine. <laughs> Which is was was not fine, but Scrooge McDuck showing like the ideal billionaire. I guess I don't know. It's Scrooge hard. McDuck is the only ethical billionaire, and I will die on this hill. And possibly Tom Nook. No, not Tom Nook. Um, is Tom Nook a billionaire? I mean, I guess. No, he's a billionaire. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but I apologize. In the argument of Tom Nook being an ethical billionaire or billionaire, 
Uh, it's said <laughs> in like some conversations, some side conversations somewhere, that he donates most of his profits to the orphanage of the town that he is from. So, oh, that's good. That's nice lore. Yeah, like, I could have made that all interest. up. I don't know. But <laughs> no, but he doesn't charge interest, so he's not making money. He's really just like loaning you money the way a friend would loan a person money. Tom Nook's Tom your Nook friend. Just wants to have friends. Yeah. that's all he wants. He just wants people to like chill he's, on this deserted to... island with this <laughs> raccoon man <laughs> and his two nephews. <laughs> this is basically well, this is just duct. It's Nook Tales. Woo. Um, well, if Isabel likes Tom Nook, I trust him because I trust Isabel. Um, but anyway, um. Scrooge gets this journal that, that the woman had, the, the woodchuck lady, and it turns out she had all these mysteries that she couldn't solve. And it seems like that's what they're going to be going after in the next few episodes. Um, at least in the very next one, when they get transported to Quackpack Universe, they were looking for something on that list. So I think that's going to be the arc of season three and Fowl trying to stop them. Mm-hmm. And seeing as Fowl was a, was originally in DuckTales and then went into Darkwing Duck kind of the same way Launchpad and Gizmo Duck did. I'm not clear if that's the same Launchpad that was in DuckTales, that was in Darkwing Duck, but Launchpad was in both, as was Fowl. So I'm sure Darkwing Duck will start to show up more often. I mean, we've uh, got Tailspin villains in here. We've got the Rescue Rangers as like a backdoor pilot almost. Like, yeah. And then Goofy, like Goofy, Goofy like, hey, We are Disney and we can animate whoever the fuck we want into this show because we own all of these characters. So it's not like you have to like... It's not like Marvel and X Men and like can't say the word mutant kind of stuff. Like you, you just have the rights to do whatever you want, and you can draw who, whoever you want, doing whatever you want. Like yeah, and it's not even like it's the situation of like, well, I guess if Disney's going to be billionaires and own everything, at least we could get some good content. Like no, these are things that they just created. So like these are things that they had, <laughs> they had to begin with. So I mean, we already got a Mickey watermelon, which was very funny. I think it's very funny that Donald can speak in Mickey's accent perfectly, but can't enunciate in his own voice. But it was a good first three episodes. I enjoyed it. I I enjoy seeing uh, all the different characters interact um, and build relationships with each other. It's funny how many characters there are that haven't interacted with each other. Like, I guess Launchpad and Dewey never really saw that uh, the spy that uh, Mrs. Beakley knows. Because they didn't oh, go on yeah. that adventure with Webby and Scrooge. So like, oh, okay, cool. It's kind of funny. Yeah. Great show. Do you have any thoughts? I mean, I, I, I rambled a lot. No, no. I, do... I like, I don't know. I'm very, I was excited about having like, just like little things. Like, I mean, I thought going back to like, I thought it was weird that there was a fucking like regular bird <laughs> in <laughs> that first episode because it goes back to this like, what the fuck like who are you? Like are you ducks? Are you humans? And then there were li- there were people, people <laughs> in the Quackback episode, like a studio audience of humans, and they were like, "What are these monsters?" Yeah, that like, was kind of weird. That the show is actually kind of getting kind of horrifying sometimes. <laughs> that was particularly unnerving. But other than that, like I don't know. I'm just having a grand old time. Like I really want to know what happens next. Yeah. In the same way that like. Can't wait to see what goes on with John and Martin in the next Magnus episode. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I am pretty. What are excited. those boys up to? I don't know. Yeah, I, I leave in the cabin. I know what happens. Yeah. yeah goodbye to the, goodbye to the cabins. I, I guess I want to. We didn't do this in the the show, so we'll do this at some other point. I, I'm just saying, I'll, if anybody's listening, I want to geek out about Ducktail season two a little bit, uh, and I'm probably going to bother you about this more, Steph, because. 
This that those moon invasion episodes were pretty good. Uh, they were yeah, that was intense. Lots of cool stuff. Seeing other characters do their thing. The voice acting was great. Just just lots of cool stuff. I think Dell is a good addition to the show. It's fun to see like oh hey somebody does have a mom in this in this universe. Does, in in this Disney property, it's the dad who's missing and never mentioned. Yeah, he's never brought up. Like they spend a whole season trying to find their mom. <laughs> no one gives a shit who their dad is, I guess. I guess he must have just straight up died. He, and they just like are aware of that. Yeah, I don't know how. Like, uh, I don't know how how how. Well, Scrooge has two parents, so like it's not like a foreign <laughs> concept for people to have parents. Scrooge is like, yes, I have parents, and everyone else has uncles, and <laughs> everyone else just has uncles, except you guys. You have one mom. Well, Violet has two dads, so I mean, I guess that makes oh, it true. Pretty... And then there's, there's Goofy, so we have some dads. Actually, we still have an imbalance of dads. <laughs> Too many dads. Oops, all dads. <laughs> Even Magica is somehow Lena's aunt, despite the fact that she's, like, spawned her. So they're like, no, that's your mom. Like, why yeah, are we doing like, this? <laughs> she's, like, an offshoot of your sentience, like. And then Mrs. Beakley is Webby's grandma. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't know where the Vander, Vander Quacks are at. Um, yeah, why Webby was more concerned with finding Della Duck than she was with finding her parents, like... They must have just got iced. They must just be gone. <laughs> They're just dead. <laughs> Every Oops, all dead. Oops, <laughs> all dead parents. Oh, wow. Welcome to Disney. <laughs> Welcome to Disney. The D stands for dead. Um, <laughs> <laughs> D stands for dead parents. <laughs> oh, wow. That's, that's a dark-ass joke, but... That's, that's here we go and that on that bright and cheery note shall we call it an episode i, I, I think we should we gave a extra long one today it's our hundredth special we didn't do questions or anything like that because the world is rough and planning that would have been extra work on top of everything that's going on and sorry i'm not y'all. interested in that times are tough i'm not gonna lie i'm not even gonna sugarcoat this i'm tired i'm just tired but listeners thanks so much for listening to another one and Eric, thanks for joining us on this episode. Uh, yeah, thanks for having me. You know, where I came in and botched my uh, own introduction, and uh, it was wonderful to be here and yell about JRPGs for a little while. You know what? Like, I'm happy I, to I, have you. Anytime, my guy. I think our first few episodes of Character Reveal, I was using my laptop's webcam mic, and I was trying to speak into my good mic, <laughs> so all my words came in like this. I was- <laughs> not really there and there's nothing i can do about that that's just how it has to be and i'm not gonna dub over like i'm george lucas so i mean i am wearing two headphones so <laughs> wearing two pairs of headphones like a real professional podcast exactly yeah that's what know. that's that's what all those lifelong podcasters do that's what the p in podcast stands for a pair of headphones podcast <laughs> <laughs> but yes i'm happy to come back anytime We'll have to have you. It's a it's, it's good to have a three threes company. That's the show. That's what it's called. Um, <laughs> which was not the saying. Wow, there's, holy hell! I was gonna say there, there. I think there's already a show that kind of has that handled, but you know. <laughs> what threes company? Yeah, but hey, this can be our reboot, like the like a Final Fantasy VII reboot. Like you don't you don't need to be familiar with the original <laughs> to enjoy the reboot. <laughs> to enjoy the reboot of oh, Three's Company. I didn't know there's a podcast called Three's Company. I was just talking about that old sitcom. Oh, no, I was too. That's what I oh. meant. Oh, phew. Okay, cool. Don't have to uh, be familiar with uh, <laughs> that weird show where a guy pretended to be gay so he could live with two chicks, I guess. Who he never, like, hooked up with, even. But yeah, who he never actually got with. 
Man, the 70s that, were a weird time. That was a weird time because if we did that show now, the guy would just pretend to be gay for no, for no reason. Yeah, like there wouldn't have been a, like a problem with him living with two women, yeah. like as their roommate. And they would have already accepted him because, like, hey, our buddy is on hard times. It would have been for some other reason. I don't know. For clout. Yeah, for clout. <laughs> for clout. <laughs> ah, yes, it's me. Mark beats the human. This live stream. It's like the the fucking fish in Animal Crossing yesterday, who was like, or the fishing guy who was like, was like, yeah, I just need lots of fish for my stream, for my live stream, and it's like. Like my viewers, like they need to see the fish. <laughs> I was like, Ew. what? <laughs> what does that have to do with the viewers? <laughs> I don't understand. With the people who are viewing the tournament. Like, what are they like? Why do you need? Why are you paying a premium for fish? Because your viewers need to see fish. Calling it his, his live stream full of fish though is pretty good. Yeah, I mean, like puns. That's that's choice. Well, yeah, people are gonna pay. It's called only fish. <laughs> Is the what are those? Did the what are those joke originate from Hercules? I don't, I don't know think so because it didn't. It did, he don't, they don't say it like that in Hercules. He he says it like very like. What are those like? I mean, yeah, but you know, meme. I mean, well, obviously the meme started from black people. Like, I know how memes work on the internet. I know what it's yeah, what it is. obviously. But I'm wondering like, if that's where pe- somebody got it from. Possible. But it Anything's is uh, possible on the internet. Oh gosh, you're right. We better get out of here. <laughs> Do you want to hit the so yeah, let me hit the, that uh, social media, social media fist today, <laughs> so we can all have our vacation juice and go to sleep? <laughs> oh God, what's that? I don't know. Isabel had it in the one game in the little oh, pocket nice. game. It's just whiskey with an umbrella in it. Honestly, honestly, she had when she was doing the morning announcements today. She had like a old fashioned glass with like ice and something brown in it next to her, and I was like, we know that's. We know you're drinking already, Isabel. Like, it's fine. How do you think, look? She didn't get all those degrees without stress. How many degrees does she have? I think it said somewhere in one of the games. Probably a lot. Like she has a cut. Like she has like at least one engineering degree. I'm pretty sure. She probably know. has a, like she's she's just like the like the basically the island HR person. Why is she not the mayor? Game. Like she doesn't want to be, or like? Well, nobody's the mayor now. <laughs> now I'm just the resident representative. Exactly. Ah, yes, the island. You don't. This is Animal Farm. Animal farming. Steph, please get us out of here. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you want to find us anywhere on the internet, you can do that. You can find us um, this podcast on the podcast catcher of your choice by searching for character reveal, or you can go to characterreveal.simplecast.fm if you want to listen to it in a browser. You can. Um, you can find us on Twitter at Character Rev. You can find us on Facebook by searching for Character Reveal. You can find us on Instagram at Character Reveal. Um, you can find um, us, Dom and I, anywhere on the internet. You can find Dom at Brother Dom, pretty much wherever he wants to be found, because that's his branding. You can find mm-hmm. me um, at the Snow Queer on Tumblr, at Captain Steph on twitter and at hello stuff on instagram and you can't find eric because he's sneaky i i mean you can find me on twitter as at tindy Losi, but you're not going to find anything interesting it's just vocaloid <laughs> and anime and memes that is so, interesting what do you mean <laughs> so if that is your niche as well as eric's you know check him out but yeah so that's i think that's all the biz most likely um i looked it up while we were gone 
Well, while you were doing that, no one was gone. I was gone. Um, here's two facts about Isabel from Animal Crossing. She owns two Gucci sweaters. That's a. There's three facts. Um, so apparently, <laughs> apparently, Isabel's canonically bisexual. They don't. Oh, never, yes. They never point it out. But in one of the games, she always gets a crush on your player, and she has feelings for you on Valentine's Day, no matter what gender your character is. So there's that. And thing number two, her brother Digby lets you know that despite being a bit of a silly puppy at some times, she apparently has engineering degrees from 19 different universities. <laughs> so that's cool. Shown up by oh, a shit. cartoon dog. I mean, and she still has to be like an admin because this economy is rough. Even with all those degrees, she's still working in HR, so... She can she can Aww, beat people yeah, up so though. That's, that's all that. So that's everything. There are motorcycles outside ah, again. So there's you our know, fourth cast member. That means it's time. That's that's gonna be it. Hey, listeners, thanks so much for hanging out with us through a hundred episodes of Geekly Reveal, some episodes of Character Reveal, some episodes of Getting By, little things here and there. Anytime we see movies, we appreciate everything. It's been a hell of a ride for the last over four years, I guess, probably. And we're looking forward to many more, many more listens, views, reviews, hangouts, chit-chats like that. But all that. until next time, see you later. Bye.